mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Goes without saying, you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. And this is our very, goes without saying, chaotic version of a spooky spiritual seasonal kind of halloweeny kind of religious actually mm. kind of preachy episode <laughs> of goes without saying i've really enjoyed it i feel like we've really pushed through by the skin of our teeth mm. we have gone through trials and tribulations to get this episode <laughs> to you so i hope you appreciate it and i hope we're finding you a good spot in your life sending you lots of love enjoy Alright, fucking hell. <laughs> Let's try this. So we again. just deleted 18 minutes <laughs> of a pure shit. Wing move. So don't even worry about it. Don't worry a little It was pure little chaos. Head. Yeah. It, do you know what was the nail in the coffin? So luckily Wing's doorbell rang mm. and she had a delivery of some furniture arriving. Yeah. Which then gave me a bit of time to reflect of what sentence I was in the middle of saying <laughs> when that happened. You said, can you just give a bit of de- a description about your journey in guides? And I was like, so I started off in rainbows. It's like, okay, good thing the fucking doorbell rang. What yeah, it the saved fuck? the day. Who would give a shit? Yeah, there's nothing that? really. I'm com- I'm definitely coming in with weird energy and I, I'll put my hands up. I feel like I'm dragging us down and no. I feel like I'm bringing nothing. I haven't been very funny. I haven't been very clever. I haven't really been much of anything. I haven't been any of that, but I've just been yes, weirdly have. high energy. No. Weirdly? Question mark. You've been exactly Normally. as expected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been the classic. <laughs> <laughs> high energy i've had half a coffee um mm. which is never a good sign that's too much for me but I'm how about are you to have the other half, so no you know i'm not even goes. gonna ask right okay so i oh, got no what was that it was just a silly question i was gonna say how are you faring with the decaf but i just they do, i don't oh know. that would get that would send us right down <laughs> that's the what I was, path. That, exactly yeah <laughs> let's just leave that where later. it is yeah <laughs> right spooky right yeah because yeah. i and i did say in the in the really maybe the crux of this is do we just let the girls do what they want can we just let the girls have some fun for once right like you want to be um sexy remy then be sexy remy so now i want to sell my halloween go on yeah tell us i'm going as (laughs) but i'm not going as sexy remy no i'm going as my my group there's one of my group going as um sexy remy although he's kind of he's not really sexy remy Remy. Remy. (laughs) We've got an Emil, we've got a sexy linguini, mm-hmm. and I am sexy Anton Ego, Woo-hoo! the food critic. That's so fun. <laughs> Do you know what I'm doing? Because I feel like he's quite a difficult costume. Yeah, to that's be what I asked you. How are you going to dress for that? Um, I think mine's all in the props. <laughs> so I'm going to write out his entire restaurant review oh, yeah, the on review. paper, um, which starts something along the lines of. The job of a critic (laughs) is relatively easy. Have you written (laughs) it already or no? No, I haven't, but I'm watching Ratatouille tomorrow whilst I'm To be prepared, get into character, yeah. Yeah, um... And I'm going to make the ratatouille that he eats out of like cardboard and like stick it to oh, a paper plate. Oh, nice. Or that's like good. bits of coloured paper. Yeah, red nice. Red and yellow paper, like spiralled round, stick it to a paper plate. It's in plate. the props and the mannerisms. I think, it's all in the walk, I think it really. is the posture. Yeah, the style. I need a glass of wine. Yeah. I need, I think I'm going to do like eat a quite smoky eyes. eye yeah. for, his, for his sunken under eye bags. Mm. American and Ashley vibe. Blazer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just going to have to have a hunchback posture. It's like roulette. Is she 
dressed as Anton Ego from Ratatouille <laughs> or is she cosplaying as Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen in 2012? Yeah. Stunning. I think also as part of the ensemble it will work but alone it's definitely an odd... It's, like, it's, that's a, just, it's um, a rogue choice. It's, yeah. a, it's a woman in a blazer <laughs> and a turtleneck with a smoky eye holding a glass of wine. And a with fake a, with cardboard a Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> with a piece of paper that says the role of a critic is incredibly easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny we we really spiraled through a ton of shit in our past um mm. take of this i'm happy to see the back yeah. of it so am i it's actually nonsense it was weird i was really stiff as a board actually although one thing i will say just so i put this out there so i can get my credit mm. get my praise is that i've been yeah. tipping the whole place upside yeah. down and i've become <laughs> I'm my, my halloween costume is sexy diy artiste and I've been yeah. drilling, I've been hammering, <laughs> I've been yeah. smashing the place up because my boyfriend's in New York and I was like, it'd be really nice for him to come back and I've like redecorated the whole bedroom and like put paintings on the wall and put a shelf together and blah, blah, blah. Um, mm. So I'm actually quite knackered. I honestly As usual. I'm no, hot water bottle you told me that your head with hot water bottle was leaking. Yeah, it burst. This is a this is a replacement What's going on with him now. Replacement innards. Oh. <laughs> he had a gut You're transplant skeleton removed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he burst. Wow. I know, really sad. So now if you oh, can see really like sad. his insides are too big for his body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, he needs a growth spur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, right. Shall we? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Have you always been into spooky... You're a spooky Gonzalez. Oh, I've always been a spooky Gonzalez. <laughs> really? You've always been a little spook star? Always. What always, kind always, of spook always. star? Just like, I like dressing up for Halloween or like ghost... Oh my Like God. spiritual stuff? No, not just dressing up for Halloween because the things I do for Halloween are like... Silly. Sh- like Silly Shrek. goofy. I'll be donkey yeah. for Shrek. Like, they're yeah. not spooks. Um, 100%. I've always been fascinated in... Um, I've been fascinated by the idea of like ghosts and like um, aliens, fucking mm. weird shit since I was so young. I remember my dad got me this weird DVD Well, he borrowed it from his friend. It was a weird DVD that I found in the house. Have I mentioned this before? Yeah, you Arthur have. C. Clarke's Mysterious You have, World. yeah. And it was one of those things that I watched really young and honestly- Core memory. It has, like it was all these, he, he's a science fiction writer and he's- I think he's got like a Nobel Prize or something. Yeah, like, he's yeah, proper, it's, it's like, real. Um, he's like Arthur a smart C. Clarke. Yeah, me and my boyfriend were talking yeah. about him just the other week. Really? Yeah. I've never heard anyone talk about fucking Arthur C. Arthur Clarke's C. Clarke. mysterious yeah. world. Yeah. But it's like a weird video that was in the house. Like, and it was these. He, he would be interviewing people that had claimed to see like Bigfoot or like claimed mm-hmm. that their alien ship had landed on their house or like weird or ghosts and things like this and i was hooked but i think i've always been even like i fucking hate to bring it to harry potter straight away but the bits of harry potter that appealed to me as a kid as a obviously the amazing character development all of this yeah i think it's like yeah this idea of like this magical fucking dark yeah but also fun what like i think also i'm obsessed with horror movies i love getting spooked out I fucking love it. It's it's one of my biggest things, I think, that I love um, adrenaline and, like, that spooky, like, feeling. Yeah. I think you do as well. Do you? You wouldn't know, but you're not a horror movie I'm not. Only with friends. Not like... Which is sad, because I would love to watch a horror movie with you. I'd watch a horror movie with you, for sure. I watch horror movies mm. with my friends, with people, as, like, a social thing. But I'm not yeah. watching a horror in my spare time. I, I actually do get that. Like I went the other day um, to the BFI, which is one of the, mm. I think one of the best. You can go for three pounds if you're 25 or under. Amazing deal to see any film. Robin. Um, at the BFI in London. I went there the other day on my own to go and see The Others, which is like an old horror movie. Mm-hmm. With Nicole starring Nicole Kidman. And also... She's always at the cine. I'm always there. No, not you. Nicole Kidman. But also you. Nicole's always there. Nicole Kidman. I is what is that meme? Yeah. She's always at the cine. Yeah. Am I not going? There? <laughs> I don't think so. I I don't know if I've got it wrong. Can I Google it? Yeah. I definitely have though. Got it right. Nicole Kidman is always at the cine. She's Watch always me use that in the wrong at the cine. Now. Is it odious? I don't understand. I don't understand. I might have got this wrong. Sorry, no, I've got this right. Mm. Ah, Nicole- <laughs> 
It's iconic. You've definitely seen it. Although maybe you haven't actually if you don't go to Odeon's, do you? Yeah, I go to Odeon's. Oh, you do? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't like pointing the finger like you hate Odeon's. I'm also just meant like, do you go to the Odeon? <laughs> well, I, well, my see, local guys, one's would I mean. be I'm coming off weird. I'm coming off weird. Yes, your local no, is a Cineworld. Okay. My local one is a, is, there's a, there's a view and a Cineworld mm. near my home. There's not an Od- there's an Odeon and there's a couple Odeons in Oxford, but I wouldn't necessarily you go wouldn't to have gone Oxford to, them. to the if I was at home. But in London, I'm going to the nice ones. Definitely, I'm, I'm treating myself to picture houses. Definitely, three pounds. Yeah, that's five. really good. That's three really pounds, good. That's unheard of. Yeah, so you what went the other day. Nicole Kidman. You'll see it. Just Google it. She did an advert. She did an advert. This is, do you know what? There you go. It's all coming back to me. What? Yeah. said Odeon. She did an advert that was like cinema. I love cinema. <laughs> Um, I'm at the what I like about movies is that it feels like a it's movie. A moving movie. <laughs> That's what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. She so loves she's it. Going, she's always at the it's cinema. It's all about. It's all the magic in the cinema. Oh, oh right. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. There's okay. One. I think yeah. this plays in. Um, it's either Cineworld or Views, but it's John Boyega, and he does one that's like, turn off your phone. There's pinging, there's... That must uh, be there's pinging, There's zaps, there's buzzes. We don't need these noises. You've got to consume this right kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> and I don't him, know. He's like running one. from an explosion. That must be View, because I don't be. go to Views. Have we done the same thing? Maybe. <laughs> Why don't you like Views, though? Because I am hooked. I never, I've just never really gone to them. I think I've only been to a view once or twice in my life. I grew up going to the Odeon Lee Valley and the Enfield Cineworld. They were the two that I would go to. And the the Cineworld was like the big one. If we were going to Odeon, it was like any other thing. Do you know what I mean? It was like big day out. Like, oh my God, we've gone to the big Cineworld in Enfield. And then now I go to the Odeon on the seafront. Or the Comedia, yeah. the picture house and the Comedia. Stunning. But I want to go to that one, the Grand Old Duke of York, isn't it? Yeah, the or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I love, actually, cinema-wise, a shitty, sticky, oh, so do morning, I. Me too. dirty cinema. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favourite things. Yeah. I love that because it's just like okay now i'm not out here i am at my in my natural habitat like scabbing out exactly. like i can't be in a nice yeah. if i'm going somewhere for real i need to be prepared yeah i agree it takes me actually a lot of mental stamina to work myself up to a place of going to i don't know somewhere even like a bit nice like a nice place yeah i also feel like i don't necessarily love the culture of charging um 15 pounds for oh, a God. ticket and then it's on a red velvet seat and there's people eating like pizza that you get on a buzzer mm, and things like that it's like yeah i don't know if that's, that's a treat necessarily... that's purely a treat that's a birthday i think but i think like there's a massive difference between the films like those kind of films maybe i'll go and see a fucking wes anderson yeah kind of fucking a spectacle wanky, wanky film mm. over there but if i'm watching fucking Mocking jurassic Jay, world yeah jurassic world colon dominion, dominion. world dominion or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called i want to see that covered in popcorn definitely with like a bit of a rustle maybe of the popcorn no fucking buzz 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 you're bringing in a fucking roast dinner no, no. Yeah. roast dinner lobster thermidor fucking meals <laughs> Okay. Anyway, we've done it I again. know, I know. It's fine though, I guess. Yes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So you're, you're quite a spooker, I think, in a way that you've had quite spooky... I've had quite a spooky Situations. life. I've had quite a scary, concerning life. <laughs> <laughs> You've had like, um, well, one of the main things that we actually yeah. became friends about was, I think we're both drawn to like a spookiness. I think yeah. it's also just like my absolute need to be interested at, at every level. Mm, like, And I can hold your inter- interest. <laughs> yeah, I almost can't. Um, it's almost like, let's get scared, guys. It's like, mm. can't we just have neutral emotions for one second? It's like, let's get spooked. Um, and you were giving spooky energy. Yeah. And I think it was one of my first things that drew me to you. Aww. I was it actually thinking about the first time that I met you. And I remember mm. thinking, hmm, if I give more time to this, there could be something funny here. If I give more time to unpick a couple of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> just take just some time, time to sink in <laughs> what this girl is giving me. <laughs> well, there were a few quips from you and I thought, hmm, this is compelling (laughs) there was something drawing me in i remember one of the first times i met you i remember walking away from Mm. you and saying and bitching about you and saying (laughs) that girl is a great storyteller i said what i like about this erin girl is um (laughs) she's a very good storyteller and little did i know we'd tell stories till the end of time about nonsense till the end of time into microphones yeah but you are, because you told me a spooky story. Did I know? Basically, you were telling me about sleep paralysis, I think. Oh, yeah. God. Which I've never <laughs> Honestly, what a cursed child. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a time turnaround. I really do. But I, I never had sleep paralysis. Like, I didn't really know too much about it. I actually fucking have it often. Not often, but it's a, it's a thing in my life sometimes mm. now. But you'd had, like, some weird experiences with that, which really were the thing that hooked me on you. Right, my trauma. My trauma bonded yeah. instantly. Well, I used to have it all the time. I went through a real phase of having it um, when I was going through a particularly dark period of my life, about 10 years mm. ago, actually. And I yeah. would just be... I was, I would not sleep. It was just horrific. There would be so many times where it was like I could feel, like this creature like biting me and like shaking the bed and i could see things like really actually like i'm insane like people probably listening like rolling their eyes into next week's episode no no but this is the thing with sleep paralysis like because i'd never had it at Mm. all but then i started to have it a bit more i think i would get it if i'd been awake and then when you're falling and then you doze and the weird thing that actually shocked me with it because from your descriptions of it i would always know that you would see things and it would be like i know they're not there but they're i'm seeing essentially a person Mm. i remember one of my friends who i think she was under the influence of drugs at the time but she said that she had sleep paralysis and she would she literally was lying there and that was she was sort of like this sort of devil's face Mm. by her face all night that was just like watching her and things like that just interest me like what the fuck is that Mm. and i had it once i was staying in a house in swindon Mm. with my family and i was lying in bed and I genuinely felt this thing like sitting on my chest and it was like licking my nipple (laughs) you've told the story before this is exactly the kind of sleep paralysis that you would have (laughs) it was terrifying it was honestly so scary like it was like it, but it was it was one of those weird things because like this is sleep paralysis right now but I can feel oh yeah you can physically feel it did you not once have a sleep paralysis situation with Michael Jackson Oh my god, I did. Do you remember that? But I can't really remember that. He was going, he, he, he was moonwalking all over you. <laughs> did I have that? You turned that around and he was leaning down. Whoa, how's he doing no, that? No, I didn't. <laughs> this was an episode we recorded a long, long, long time ago, I think, where you you said it's what you fear the most and i said what's in mine would be michael jackson <laughs> but that was because we just watched the documentary and i was really scared of him at the time oh Rightly yeah because so. that was because wasn't we were we were was it we were reading about this woman who i don't know if that was someone had said something to us or there was a woman who was at her baby they were taking her baby and i was yeah, like oh, was okay the, so maybe it's what you fear season. most yeah which is long gone which now it's in the dirt and dust. I, 
I found those episodes saved on my really? laptop the other day. They were basically, when we first were like, we might do a podcast, we did five episodes. Some of you might have listened to these because we do have mm. listeners that were here right from the fucking beginning, which is insane. And thank you so much for listening. Honestly, to all the that worst taste. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you have surely objectively bad taste. <laughs> But we did these five episodes and one of them was a Halloween episode. Mm. And it was in a haunted hotel and the fire alarm kept going off. I would love to listen to that. Maybe we'll release them one day because they really are like cutie baby arms. That Halloween one is actually so special to me. Like we literally... Yeah, me too. We run out midway because we're so scared. Like that's an insane listening experience, I'm sure. That's really sweet. But yeah, I think sleep paralysis is one of the things that... um, That's like a fucking scary thing because it's like almost you are seeing things that aren't there and it almost in the spooky mind at Mm. night, almost at night, my mind gets fucking spooky. Yeah, I'm almost like, am I seeing... Is it the mind going crazy? Is there someone stood in the corner of the room? Or is this kind of, am I on the threshold of like... Another realm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like everyone clicks off. That's why right, right, everyone press so. pause. <laughs> Just but take like, a minute. That's almost, it's like, was was that not real? Or was that kind of real in some Were you getting close dimension? to something else? Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah. it's, I'm on the, ve- the veil is thin. What is your core belief about this universe? Do you have one? Are you settled on any belief? What's your history no, of I'm belief? Not, my history of belief is raised an atheist, like a really scientific kind of God is not real, you are an atheist. Mm. Um, and then I, I, in like kind of year nine to like year 11, I think I quite identified as like a Buddhist when oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm a Buddhist and, and I was really, really interested in all of that sort of thing. But I think that was just like a teenager Mm. wanting to find identity i i definitely am interested in like a spookiness but i have no fixed views like i definitely think there have been crazy coincidences in my life and like weird synchronicities and mm. odd things happening um but i th- i do think i believe in um oh, i don't i i actually don't really know what i believe in a bit agnostic getting a bit agnostic in your old age but i don't really like i don't really like the word agnostic because agnostic has word. always given me you're an atheist but you're just too scared to have that conversation about it but what if that isn't true <laughs> like what if, <laughs> i don't know what if you aren't an atheist what if you genuinely are agnostic not you um, per i don't se, know but... agnostic feels a bit lazy I you don't think know. I think the agnostic only is a bit postmodern, isn't it? Like yeah, just whenever I've spoken to someone and they say, "Oh, I'm agnostic," it's like, "Oh, I don't care." But I think the thing is, I really ah. care. Um, I really care, and I'm really. In- I think agnostic gives me. I'm not interested. If someone said that, to oh, you, I don't really think much about it. if someone was a stranger and they were just doing the census, they said, "Are you spiritual?" Yes, no. I I say atheist on like on those quizzes, not quizzes on surveys. Yeah, when you have to say what you are, mm. I say agnostic. I, I say atheist. Mm. What do you say? Um, I don't know. But if someone said, "Are you spiritual?" Say you're on a date. Someone says, "Are you a spiritual person?" It's like a white boy with dreadlocks. Oh, He's like got some tattoos and like little beads around it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spiritual. What do you want me to get my bongos out? Spiritual. Are you spiritual? not i'm not openly going i'm spiritual but i think i'm massively interested in um weird fucking shit that goes on <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough but i'm not identifying as spiritual no because there's an ugly there's a problematic broader conversation there i think i grew up around a lot of spiritual kind of hippie people mm, in my life yeah. i definitely grew up around um in the trees a, a hippie community of people um like my parents friends i think that's in your core essence i think so as well i can't like that was my childhood was around quite like bohemian i think you can people sniff that a mile off from you that's what i got that the first my first whiff of you i thought fucking hell tree hugger yeah she's a boho babe (laughs) yeah she is she is but but yeah i definitely grew up in like vegetarian kind of artist like my Mm. mum's one of my essentially kind of like my aunt but like my mum's best Closest like childhood friend. friends yeah. they, they lived in a tree house sort of thing like that was i always joke that you lived in a tree house 
yeah like people would drink fucking like nettle soup and shit like that like i definitely Ooh. grew up around that sort of thing and that there was definitely a spiritual element to all of that like go yeah. to the summer solstice things like this kind of a connectedness with the universe yeah like the only two weddings i've ever been to i went to a pagan wedding wow. and a Sikh wedding but the pagan we- like there's I didn't a, know like you'd a only ever been to thing. two weddings two weddings in my whole life pagan and Sikh. that's a bit crazy i know isn't that weird Hasn't your friend just got married? Yeah, but I wasn't at her wedding. Oh. It was at her wedding party. I don't know that. Like, I've never seen oh. people get wed. The only two people I've ever seen get... Tie Say their vows. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fair enough. That was like her party, which was amazing. Yeah, okay, cool. But yeah, so I think I've been around the spiritual mm. people, but I think I can sniff out a lot of bollocks in that as well, like a performance in there. There's a big performance in there, isn't there, for a lot of people, which is... Massively. It's weird, isn't it? yeah i don't know would, what would you say about your like what's your spiritual history my spiritual <laughs> like, history is vast <laughs> what's your spiritual history it's very stephen of us it's so stephen <laughs> um my spiritual history is vast and complex i feel mm. like um yeah. i've always i've been raised around some varying levels i would say of like traditional like monolithic the classic religions like catholicism and islam i was raised muslim for a good while in my in my childhood which had a big i don't know i think that's really i think it's really fascinating because i just think the conversation around being muslim in this country and i guess globally also in a post 9-11 world like and even post 7-7 like we were probably like eight or something no we would have been Mm yeah at that time i just feel like there's a big like that's a huge part of my life and like myself and my sense of self there's a real love there but there's also a lot of confusion there and like sourness because there was also an abusive person in my life who i think used religion a lot as a scapegoat for their abusive behaviors um yeah and obviously you get that across all religions and all like behaviors and all you can use kind of anything to be manipulative and gaslight people and be violent and all of these things um but I always grew up definitely around like both of my I think I also a big part of my upbringing was very like matriarchal like I was very much led by like my nan like both like my mum's mum and my dad's mum both are very I would say quite superstitious and like Mm. into the spooky vibes like kind of like my nan would get like um like i think it's like grapevine leaves and burn them after a meal and get you to spin your hand around it and kind of sage you you up yeah Yeah. and like just little things like that and my nan is very much about um my nan i think has known a lot of death in her life (laughs) why i love Mm. her she's my soulmate Mm. um but i think she really has like a real interest in like what happens when you die i think she really feels the presence of people when they die so i've always felt like when you die surely your life isn't nothing like surely you're somewhere just hear me out just humor me guys no i'm 100 percent humoring yeah i know Um, you are it's not you i'm worried about (laughs) (laughs) um yeah go on what say what do you i love that what do you think happens when you die i honestly i do honestly think i don't know in what form i don't know in what capacity i don't know in what context but i just feel like this one way that we know the universe as humans like our human existence i think i think this is a scientific fact that that understanding of that experience is so minute and tiny and just not comprehensive it's not the full account of this universe i just feel like there is Mm. there has to be a million and one things a million and one truths about the universe that are just untold to us right now like we just don't know yeah basically i'm agnostic (laughs) 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 no i love that i agree i think there's just so much i don't think anyone obviously like it kind of does go without saying 
nobody knows. Like, no, you there can't are be- really There are a million know. beliefs about everything, but mm. truly nobody knows. I also love the whole thing of like, this is a simulation. Yeah. Um, none of this is real anyway. When I was young, I used to, like a child, I would look my mum in the eye and I was an only child as well. So I feel like that also can kind of heighten your experience of like, I'm not real. Do you know what I mean? Because you're living Massive. this like solitary yeah. life. Yeah. And I would look look at my mum in the eye and I'd be like, you can tell me like, if this is all fake, like you can tell me. Tell me. Yeah. yeah like I just want to know, like, it's okay. Like if, if you know, like if you got me here in some weird so way. This is the Truman you know Show. I mean? Yeah. And I know it. Yeah. Tell me. Really like narcissist baby, like egomaniac, like five-year-old, like this isn't real, is it? <laughs> I always think my dog must have that. Almost being Ooh, a dog. Yeah um and in a world with humans and then you go on a walk but you see another dog and then you, you carry on you carry on with your humans and it's like oh there's i can hear one of them barking yeah it's like, you must have a fucking you're not the only life. one yeah well also like this like this dog my dog was not like now his life is so different now that he lives in brighton he's walking around mm. central brighton every day walking along the sea meeting all these other dogs meeting all these other people his life yeah, for the first others. 10 years of his life was so insular he never met yeah. any other dogs or anything so it must be really jarring. A weird experience yeah. of, um, of life. Yeah. It's really odd. I think like that's a weird thing your when you're a kid and you meet a kid that's younger than you. Oh, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like if you're the baby for a while. Did you ever get that? Like when you meet someone younger, it's like... Not ah. in my memory because I have always had younger siblings. But like, that's I what I mean. Like years without yeah, my sister. Yeah, so you wouldn't have remembered. Yeah meeting a younger one i don't know if i remember meeting a younger one but like but that is weird i think for children yeah to process especially if it's a younger sibling yeah that is weird yeah i've never really thought about it Mm. that's it's weird though being a kid and trying to work out i remember being like to my mum almost like is god is god not real then because she'd always been like god is not real blah 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 Mm we don't believe in this or whatever we're not a family that goes to church whatever Mm. um and I remember being like, but what if he is? Yeah, how what embarrassed are we going to be at the gates of hell when God turns around yeah. and says... Or just like, we're in danger almost. Mm. Like, what if he is? And I remember her standing... Scary, this is, And I remember crying, crying, crying. Sta- she stood in the kitchen. She really did. I think I've told you this before and you said she was like, did a Jim Carrey. But she put her <laughs> arms up in the air and she said, smite me down. <laughs> smite me, <laughs> oh strike mighty me smiter. <laughs> yeah. She was like, strike me down then, God. I was like, no, no. <laughs> strike me down then but what an insane thing to say and obviously nothing happened but that's why i think like like, the christian culture like especially like in the uk and if anyone's like a little bit irish or fully irish or any Mm. of that i just think that like there's the guilt and shame it's Mm. insane level of guilt and shame it's all we do every week try and unpack that guilt and shame it's like the real fear like i remember walking along my bedroom and not wanting to touch my floor of my bedroom because I was like, the devil's yeah. under there. It's hell. Hell is down <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> really insane. Also fears around like, like people that I know that were raised more kind of Catholic mm. have a real still, like even if they, they even got a whiff of like Catholicism in mm. their lives, um, there is just like an undeniable like hand-me-down shame around sex yeah. that is so inbuilt that it's like even to fancy someone or Mm. oh my god I I looked at that person I felt kind of desire for them there's like there's a shame that goes alongside it which I find fucking fascinating because I I just don't think I have that I don't think you've got more shame I don't think you're a shameful person I think I have pretty little yeah but maybe I don't have a no shame yeah I have whatever okay actually I've got a little a lot of people okay, were sending messages about like the sexualization of Halloween like and pressures for young yeah. women and like then also shame around wanting to I don't know do a certain fun thing on Halloween what are your thoughts on that I, d- I kind of found that a bit not surprising but like I almost a bit like dated people- mean girls yeah it was mean girls like in girl world there are yeah. two it's always like, <laughs> what, why yeah. do people care I almost think if you want to dress like, what are the rules that you have to be sp- spooky scary? I don't think like, there are any rules in, in no. life in totality. <laughs> it's a simulation anyway, guys. It's it just is, the Truman yeah. Show. But I think almost, like... Because people were saying, like, you can either go scary or sexy. It's like, what about funny? What if you're going as Anton Ego? Exactly, like, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Shrek there. 
Yeah, exactly. There are more things. You, there, there are more are no things rules. that a young woman can be. There's nothing stopping you from being Anton Ego. If she wants to be Anton Ego, she believes she could, so she, she did. Anton Ego was with that in this blonde one? Hair. She believes she could, so she did. Or was that in the other one? No, that was the other one. <laughs> we had. A- we did a whole thing in the other one where we said she thinks she's. C- what if I fall, oh darling? But what, what if, if you fly? fly? <laughs> Why we did were a whole we saying thing? that? We were saying loads of cringy old quotes. Um, what was the other one we said? Was Nicole Kidman in this one? Yeah. Nicole Kidman. She was better in this fucking one. be. Fucking hell. We're getting our knickers in a twist here. Yeah, we are. Right. Okay. Actually, I want to have a real conversation with you. Would you mind? <laughs> I don't mind at all. I've got nothing on. <laughs> oh, no, I've heard Emma Chamberlain speak about her. I don't want to butcher it, so I'm going to skirt around it um and just hmm. be really vague but she kind of she made me think about the idea that some women or some people whatever don't feel comfortable being super sexual mm. and don't feel like they perceive themselves in a sexual way or don't want to be perceived in a sexual way and all of these things have you heard her talk about that no i haven't she was saying like there was one instance oh, where my mum's ringing me sorry oh, no. let me just decline her sorry declined carry on sorry. out of order <laughs> joking <Sorry. laughs> decline that bitch no, i'm joking <laughs> <Declined>. um, <laughs> um caught on camera yeah she was emma chamberlain was saying like that one of her i really don't want to butcher it because it is her real life but basically someone that she was with or something one of their friends had said like she's definitely a lesbian or something like that yes i have seen this. yeah yeah this is on that podcast because I only she's saw not like sexual or something yeah um, which is an odd um take <laughs> as if lesbians aren't sexual. is the alternative shows, to not be yeah it's crazy it shows the it? lens that like women can only be sexual through the eyes of men of a straight man because yeah. it's like if you dress for women and you're sexually attracted to women mm. you're not sexual it's like oh i hate to break it to you but women can be sexual without the presence of a man who do you dress for after this whole conversation i don't I'm dress for, for women revenge. i don't dress for men <laughs> so good who do you dress for though do you think um, I think it's it's changing with my rec- hashtag recovery mm, yeah. from body dysmorphia. Yeah, I hundred. I think I've dressed for the weird fucking voice in my head mm, um, that has had Emma. a huge set of rules. Emma, she also goes by the name of not Emma Chamberlain, not Emma <laughs> no, Watson, just the not bitch Emma, Emma Chamberlain. In my mind. Yeah, yeah, Emma T. Um, trademarks. I think I've been dressing for her, and I've also. Um, I think I think I yeah I think I dress for men, and I think I dress for other girls. I think I dress. So my friends will be like, love the look. And I 100% have been dressing so that men will be like, she's fucking a se- one hot sexy mama. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think in any way you dress for yourself? Well, I think this is what's changing. Ah, okay. I definitely think I Tell do dress more. for myself. Because mm. I think I have a specific style, which mm, definitely yeah. I don't think does lend itself to Anyone the male in particular, gaze yeah. or, or I don't know, there's a certain something, but I think I'm developing more of a sense of... Um, dressing for myself because i think my sense of myself and um the body dysmorphia in my mind also aka emma Mm. i think those have got merged and i'm trying to separate them because myself has got merged with someone that's telling me that i only have to wear specific uniform yeah and i think those are becoming detached in that i can realize i have a certain style that's Mm. detached from a fucking maniac in my head who are you dressing as anto and (laughs) Who's your Anton Hall- Ego uh, who for? are you dressing as Anton Ego for? Um, I'm dressing as that uh, for um, my fellow comedians. <laughs> <laughs> to get kudos from your fellow comedians, as yeah. they say. For the comedians of the world yeah, that are going to nice. go, who are you? And, and I'm going to say, say Anton Ego. And fucking Anton fucking Ego, Ego man. bitch, yeah. yeah. Nice. And I'm going to get out my script, the role of a critic. And I'm going to do the whole speech <laughs> nice. to everyone that asks. Nice. I'm getting lost in this. I don't know what we've said or what we haven't. Or... I have no idea. Who do you think you dress for? Uh, again i think it changes all the time yeah because it's also like it it has to it has to yeah i think who i am even if i'm dressing for myself who is myself without the awareness of all of the other people that inform who i am do you know what i mean like can i say i dress for myself if that surely like dressing for myself doesn't necessarily disregard the idea that there are other people involved in who i am exactly yeah, because it's almost like you dress for myself, but myself is a specific person that's been moulded by... By you, for the example. The desires of other people. Exactly. For years. Yeah, yeah. 
and even just like the consideration of others like i bought some pajamas they were only silly little pajamas not like it sounds like i'm gonna say i bought some sexy pajamas like i bought some sexy little whatever no it was literally like scabby old shorts and whatever because i knew my boyfriend <laughs> would like them and i brought them home like look at these pajamas he was like whoa they're so cool like blah 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 and it's like yeah when i'm wearing those pajamas I, li- I wouldn't have bought if I wasn't with my boyfriend I wouldn't have even noticed them but now I know like for example when I walk past something in the street and I see mm. something it reminds me of you yeah. I you know like obviously we're just in, we're so informed by the people that we're surrounded by and yeah yeah in a nice way though I try and keep that I, I do think as well I do that in a nice way I think as well when I was younger there was definitely a time like I don't know what I've said in this episode and what I haven't yeah but in the time where I was living in a really, um, I would say, super strict Muslim household, there were loads of things that I was told not to wear. And I put mm. up a bit of a fight <laughs> because yeah. I, I'm i not someone who thinks I don't want to be perceived sexually or I'm not someone who thinks I don't perceive myself sexually. It's actually a big part of who I am, even if I was 16. And I'm sure everyone can have their opinions on that. And I'm sure I could spend hours unpacking it. But I also just think I had a right to express myself. <laughs> also, not that I was running around in my knickers. Um, <laughs> you've really like got me jeans. into the word knickers. Yeah, exactly. I was wearing knickers. a little skirt, for example. Mm. Or like a t-shirt. I had a t-shirt once that had... Um, when I was 15, it was like Odd Future Times. That was all the What's rage. That? Odd Future. I've never heard of that. <gasps> like Tyler, the Creator... Frankie, okay baby boy frank Ocean. I'm not, I, I was never really into it well they yeah. were all about especially tyler like he would have like these upside down crosses and blah 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 and i found this t-shirt once at a market at camden market actually and it was an upside down cross made out of like kittens oh my god and I, on the back it just had this big upside down cross you remember like everyone getting tattooed of crosses and yeah, it's very yeah, yeah. beauty remember, crush sammy that, maria yeah i've never heard the phrase odd futures odd before, future really yeah i don't think i've ever heard of that wow not in my uh, like, in your world in your bubble in your in my memory yeah, right yeah. now but later I might be like, oh, fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure there'll be loads of things that come to you about our future. But it was, a big, yeah. it was a big thing for me. Like, and that, it was very much like a style thing. Do you remember the, like, um, oh, those, like, wooden bracelets with Jesus on them? I do remember those, Remember those? those? Yeah. Like, things like Everyone that. Everyone had those. The cross was a really big, like, fashion moment really in like 2012 was. also i've been seeing a lot of articles like oh 2010s fashion is coming back yeah. like galaxy print crosses yeah. all of that disco like, pants oh, the disco pants, disco are back. pants. Yeah. yeah that was an iconic time that but really was what was the question really who do i dress for yeah. i don't know i think i so i don't that's one time that i really felt like and i get it if you're a child you're a child maybe you do have to follow certain rules whatever but i don't like ever feeling like i'm (laughs) i do also have a bit of a thing you were actually saying this what did you say demand authority like demand avoidance demand avoidance yeah i I just and 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 authority avoidance i don't like even if i was planning on making an orange juice if you then not you but yeah probably not you but if someone else said to me oh how do you feel about making some orange juice today like you should probably make some orange juice today yeah. i would literally be like fuck you you fucking can't how dare you i never want to make orange juice again even if i was literally two steps away to. from the orange juice like it just turns me off so hard so yeah i feel like being made to feel like i need to be a certain thing really fucking grinds my gears I completely and agree. i just don't like it i think that's one of the things that style what's mm. this the halloween episode style the style and halloween episode <laughs> but like i think that's one of the things that at like school especially mm. there were all these rules and i never knew what they were like i still don't really know what the fucking rules of like what makes like for example like you have to have your bag straps like this oh yeah don't wear black um, socks sort of thing t-shirt underneath your top you have Mm. to be wearing all of this stuff and i was speaking to you the other day when i was at yours yeah and i saw a tiktok of a girl saying it was like a really horrid tiktok and she was it honestly gave me the vibe of like a school bully um and it was like 
she was like if you wear black socks don't trust don't me if you me. wear black socks yeah yeah it's like if you talk to black if you wear black socks yeah like you're a laughing stock essentially <laughs> if you talk to black socks you're a puppeteer <laughs> Soco. open up your sock drawer um but it was one of those things where it was like god i'm so out of tune with like the rules uh, and mm. i don't like people that impose rules like no black socks it's like when did that fucking yeah. become a thing yeah like honestly if you obsess over things like that or if you would judge someone for wearing like for example do you remember a big thing at school was like ankle swingers did you always have that yeah like, she's got ankle swingers like we would call them that sit on your ankles oh, it's not, what would we call them um jack ups jack ups i've never heard that really ankle jack swingers. Ups. ankle swingers that feels very um we're out in the country <laughs> yeah she's wearing her ankle, <laughs> ankle swingers yeah um but things like that and like, ups, now yeah. actually having a trouser like trousers that kind of cut off there would be Stylish. kind of fine like <laughs> yeah it would be cool yeah that almost gives me a bit of an emma chamberlain energy there's also a class element to that which is just so somber it's horrid it's I really just, actually um, cruel it's it's really cruel and i think this is what the tiktok i just i'm not in circles where your style has to fit like obviously there are societal rules and fucking aesthetic mm. shit and trends and stuff that we can't all escape but like I don't move in those spaces circles where people would laugh at someone for wearing the wrong thing. For wearing the wrong Anton costume. For for saying your Anton ego costume. Oh my god, can you believe she's wearing a fucking Yeah, but some Anton people ego just costume. will say that they'll be miserable. But exactly, but this girl, I watched this TikTok and I just thought, fucking hell, people still do this shit. Mm-hmm. Like people go, if you wear black socks, like when did that fucking become the rule? <laughs> what? Yeah. So strange. It's really sad actually. It's really, really sad. And juvenile, to be honest. Juvenile. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. That was fun. That was fun. Did we answer anyone's question? Yeah, we spoke about the pressure about being sexual at Halloween. Yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Job done. We did Halloween it amazingly. <laughs> okay, great. That was good. Well done. That was done perfect. That. Thank you. Well done to you as well. Congratulations. I do we feel always like... do. You go on. Oh, I was going to say... We always do after the podcast. We give each other a round of applause. Yeah, it's we, just do. A thing that we do. Well, I was going to say publicly, we have kind of got through this one by the skin of our teeth. I didn't realise, but you'd written off this episode for this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, we spoke for, earlier. For me. Right? No, 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 no. Not, not for you. But I was just well, like, we can't do this today. For me, it wasn't for you, yeah, but, was well, it? Well, it was. But it, I did. But I was almost like, is it? A, is it a good idea? But I actually think we've pulled out a really good episode yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) as usual uh i just you know this is my priority i think i wanted to do this i think i wanted to do this and i think it's it's been fun it's been nice good 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 combo good spooky combo yeah what's one what's the spookiest thing that's ever happened to you just quick yeah what's the spookiest thing that's ever happened to you the most scared you've ever been in your life just just quickly when i got chased on quad bikes down a hill by two fucking nutters nice what about you mine would definitely be some sort of paranormal thing like middle of the night like ooh, like spooky like someone's at the door like someone's in your bed (laughs) someone's Someone's wearing your clothes sort of thing right okay let's go did that happen what Look there at this big old cheesy bed. grin on your face. Because it's I love it when you're in this mood. I love it. I love getting spooked. Yeah, there was one time. Well. There was one time where um, I was in my room and I wasn't couldn't sleep at night. And it was I looked. There was a mirror opposite my bed. Bad feng shui. Don't do that. And yeah. Next to my bed was like my like desk and I would also sit there and do my makeup and I'd taken the bulb out of the lampshade and hung it over the mirror oh. because it gave a brighter light for my makeup. I was a sexual 16 year old, what can I say? What can you say? <laughs> well, so the and boys are all wanking at that point. How dare you have go- a go? Yeah, They're don't take it away porn. from me. Let me have fun. Yeah. Um yeah, fuck that. And I look I could see in the mirror that there was a girl sat next to me on the chair for my table and she was she had long she looked like me but the evil she was my evil evil wing. She was your tethered. Yeah, she was my tethered and she had long dark hair was all covering her face and she had the light bulb that I would set that I would do my makeup with no. and she was holding it up in the air like as if she was about to smash it on me like she was holding the bulb. 
in her hand because I used to go to bed with the bulb I used to go to bed with the light on because I would have this I was cursed all the time I was haunted I was also like and it's funny looking back it's like yeah I was being abused <laughs> I was actually an abusive household and it's like yeah, yeah no wonder you're having ghosts your dreams were yeah weird, you're haunted basically. yeah fucking hell yeah so could you could you see her were you like awake I was shaking my nut off yeah and I could see her right we have to so go what do you think that was Sorry. I think I think that was my brains. Yeah. Oh, that was really just a girl. I don't know, but she was she was not happy. But so I would like, say all the time. But I think there was a lot. There was a lot of obviously like it was an abusive household, but there was a lot of like like immoral acts going on, like almost in quite a traditional. Like there had been like affairs and like abu- yeah. there was real like in a religious sins. sense there were real yeah there were real sins so in that house visiting. yeah because i remember someone in that house saying to me if anyone's gonna be haunted it will be me sort of thing and i was like but they're coming to me because also i was in the loft oh, i was in the hell, loft Kevin room McAllister. so i just yeah i would always feel like they're coming through the loft like they, it was just horrible i remember you saying actually you would say like can you move on like move rooms almost yeah like you'd be like not in here yeah like, yeah my cousin one floor down you got he the used wrong to room. do yeah yeah <laughs> yeah go down to the <laughs> kitchen but my cousin used to go to this thing i think called the circle and he was just really into like spirituality and all of these things and like would do all of these like um yeah spiritual things and he said to me just just say calmly no thank you i'm not interested or whatever yeah fucking hell uh, i remember I have- you say Mm. Go on, spit it out. Spit it out. Go on. You can't get me onto my favorite topic right at the end, and then cut me short on trying to grill you. Yeah, go on. But no, no, let's leave it. No, no, I want to know what you're going to say. Well, I just remember you telling me about that, and there was one night when we were all when we lived it together at uni, Mm. and we watched a spooky episode or something. I can't remember what it was. And we all had nightmares that on the same night. Oh my God, yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a nightmare. And we all had nightmares. And I remember you said that you woke up at about like 1am and you did the whole... Not, not in here. Move on. <laughs> and then about two a.m., you moved it upstairs, and it, I woke up at two. Being like, oh fuck! I was like, please to move on. And then it went to someone, and then someone else was like, please move on. And they had their nightmare at like four, and it's like we're, we're moving we this weird it bad around dream around. That's really funny. Moving the spirit around. Um, but I remember thinking that was funny at the time. That's really funny. Just I would obviously never intentionally be like go into the other room where Sefi's sleeping. <laughs> but we all like. But more so, move just on, le- yeah, room. move on. No, thank you. Not here. That's why I would say. goes upstairs and I'm there, fast asleep. Aw, snoozing away. And I'm like. Right, let's go. If you don't hear from us, definitely, definitely assume the worst. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com